Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 13 of Tactical Crouch. That's right, we're 13 episodes in now. We're going through number 10 through number 6 of our Overwatch League Season 2 Power Rankings. It's going to be a good one. We've got a great show planned for you. Uh, obviously, the whole crew is with me today, Joe and Yiska. Hope you guys had a good holiday. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, Yiska, I mean, we're talking a little bit about Joe's holiday, but I don't know what Christmas is like in Germany. If you yeah. even take advantage of the Christmas holiday or if it's some other I know that New Year's holiday. is pretty festive for you, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, like Christmas, we have it a little bit differently where on the 24th we get the presents and whatever, on the evening of the mm. 24th. Oh, we do that too. Mm. Really? Yeah, like my family it? does that. It's a family okay. thing. Yeah. It's definitely not like Some, a U.S. It's a tradition thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was quite fun. Got to see a bunch of family. Nice. That was pretty good. Yeah, good. Nice. <laughs> good. Well, we're going to hear, we're going to talk, obviously, competitive Overwatch. We've been going through a lot. We've been going through a lot in the competitive Overwatch scene recently, Joe. There's, I mean, we woke up today to like three different controversies. Big controversies. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, there's no absence of drama and questionable doings in the world. But, you know, we're here to wrestle your Jim Jams about your favorite teams. I'm not here to. Yeah. Speak so, on, I mean, uh, here's the thing, like, and, and this is tough, and this is something that we've kind of been talking about, because <clears throat> Overwatch content creation, I don't want to say content creation, but some of the most popular Overwatch channels for content creation revolve around circulating information that shouldn't be circulated. Yeah. We don't want to do that. No. It's not and, us. And we're not There's going no substance to. in that. Once all that information gets out there, what do you have? Nothing. So we're not going we to. You could definitely. So I, I will summarize really quickly for you the two things that happened today. I'm going to do it. Go ahead. So that people can get the, the news. Get it out of their system. This is the news. I'm the get Tom Brokaw of Overwatch. I'm just unbiased. I don't, I don't even is. actually know if lie. that's how that goes yeah. or anything. I don't know anything about newscasters. Who's. I'm, I'm I'm terrified to quote newscasters these days because I don't know P who's, who's your mind. where doing what. Picture in your mind the most unbiased newscaster. I don't know, Ron Burgundy or something. And <laughs> the most unbiased b newscaster. Here's here's the facts of what we know. Number one, uh, Michael had posted a leaked scrim VOD between the Atlanta Rain and NYXL. Uh, Gator for the Atlanta Ra Atlanta Rain um had put it up on his YouTube meant to put it on his private or unlisted mm. put it publicly that video got circulated got into Michael's hands he posted it community backlash all that stuff happens uh don't circulate stuff you don't have access to just really quick by the way that is complete Overwatch League standard everyone does that there are unlisted YouTube bots you can sit in your browser and go like capital R, minor M, like, and find these words if you if you minor want what to do that. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's <laughs> yeah, small M, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this music like a minor uh, M chord. And 
No, that's that's completely normal. It's just unfortunate that a people know your channel you're uploading on. Is that how B, they uploaded to Winston's lab back in the day? Do you know? Was it via mm, YouTube or did they actually directly upload files? Could very well be. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure. I thought yep. there was something to do with with that. Anyways, <coughs> so that happened, and then there's also um, a. A, le a female Overwatch player who's uh, doing really well on the competitive ladder and um, even making some splashes in the Tier 2 and Tier 3 scene who uh, is allegedly not who she... not who they say they are. What, 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 whatever that may be, somebody else is playing on that account, guised other under um, somebody else. And this is actually something from the... I come from the competitive Hearthstone scene... Lol. Mm. Lol. Hey, hey, I come, hey, hey, hey. I come from the competitive Hearthstone scene. And so we had something like this happen with Magic Amy where uh, she was really good and was turning a lot of heads and competitive over or Hearthstone and turns out that somebody else was. It wasn't her and whatever. We're kind of mm. dealing with the same thing here where allegedly this isn't her. Obviously, there's a lot of double standard talk going on. And then, of course, just recently, literally two minutes before... The show started a uh, Twitch streamer by the name of Aspen, uh, who seems to be partnered with uh, Cloud9. We didn't get to dig. We didn't get time to dig into it, but she's got all the Cloud9 overlays and stuff that all the other Cloud9 streamers do. Uh, said that it is indeed some other uh, person by the name of Punisher, I believe, who is playing on her account under her. So that's what's been going on. You're caught up on the Overwatch, uh, competitive Overwatch drama. We're not going to comment on it except for, like, do good things, guys. Mm -hmm. Be a nice person. Don't lie about who you are. Yep. Yeah. Unless I mean, you have to. Shouldn't do that. I mean, but, but at the shouldn't same do time, that. I mean, it, it brings up so many ethical quandaries about why, why we're here. Why are we here in a place where... Mm -hmm. That's that's a big deal, but <sighs> yeah. Anyways, I don't want to. I don't want to go into too deep. I don't want to yeah, make you I guys mean, have I to talk. Want the elevator like... explanation or conclusion? What's that? Yeah. Haunt trash, trash. <laughs> Punisher trash. Michael trash. Done. The garbage has been taken out. All right. Hot take. There's your leaks. Thanks, Jessica. <laughs> I think moral is sorry. Just do nice things, nice, you know. Just, just, just do good for people. You know, don't jump to conclusions, even if you don't think they are who they say they are. There's no reason to to attack. And you know, what what are you really getting out of it? Um, Love it. Just, just be good to your fellow people. You know. Love it. By and vice versa. You know, don't need to don't need to lie. Don't need to attack people who claim that they're something. If you, you know? want to just, take just the wholesome good. high road, just look at Volamel's Twitter. And do that. If he hasn't talked about it, you shouldn't talk about it. And that's it. That's all it takes. All right. That's enough, though. Overwatch League, can you guys believe we are just over a month away? Yeah, dude. For like a month we were just sitting there. I don't know, 10 days, I guess. Uh, February 14th yeah. Yeah. is the first. I think exactly. We first. still don't know what's going on. If there's a pre, if there's a not a pre season. <laughs> Don't know. Yeah. No idea. Is that a problem? Like to you guys, is that a problem that we still don't know 
if and when the preseason is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I do. That is that is a problem, but also at the same time, I gotta say, it's a problem knowing I, I I'll tell the viewers right now, stage one will be a clown fiesta in many ways. Meaning we have a lot of suspensions. We have a True. lot of visa issues. True. Which is what will likely also impact the preseason if that happens. Yeah. And then we have GOATs. And we have a new observing team. So between these four things, I expect it to be interesting in what the product finally will be. Though, as I, I've already gone on record, I think the, the entire season will be super dope in terms of who's in and who's coaching and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Just not stage one as much, probably. Yeah. Stage one is going to be probably a, a rush to who can figure it out the fastest. And who has the most like inherent skill? Maybe is that is that kind of what what you're saying, or am I just totally off? In terms of who's in, you mean? Wait, what do you mean? As far as who's in, we know the players that are in, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, okay, but so like, in who's comparison... performing well? Okay, yeah, pretty Think high skill. Of, yeah. Yeah. Either way. We're we're just over a month away, and yeah. I'm really excited about this. We've actually got some pretty cool guests potentially in the lineup coming up mm -hmm. from Overwatch League and whatnot. So, uh, we we Stay can tuned. we can get Overwatch League guests too. Okay, universe, we can universe Twitterverse. <laughs> but uh, I do we do want to talk about our uh rankings power season two power rankings because this has been something mm -hmm. every time it gets circulated on competitive overwatch every time somebody like takes totally out of context one of our picks that's okay first week i think it was joe's right maybe uh yeah i think joe and second week it was me come at me <laughs> come at you i don't think i will <laughs> I have to change the game to Overwatch. Thank you, Matador. Appreciate it. It's fixed. So we, we, we went through number 20 through number 11. We're starting at number 10 now. Top 10 teams. Power rankings. We're getting uh, to playoff caliber. We're getting, you know? Yeah, we're getting to playoff wow. here. Joe, qualify for us what power rankings mean. So power rankings aren't necessarily, you know, there's a lot of questions around what are power rankings? What are they for? Majority of your power rankings should happen if you want accuracy during the season, how you project teams throughout, you know, an extended amount of time. When you do things so far in advance, like we're doing, it's more of a discussion starter. It's more of, you know, this is how we're evaluating teams right now with certain metrics in mind you know um how specifically or at least i viewed it i don't want to speak for my co-host or anyway anyway and, and try to put words in their mouth see but... what he's doing here the coward's caveat <laughs> that's what i do best <laughs> one, huh? so the way that i had framed it was how well i think these teams could do over the season with the many patches that i'm sure we'll get with the changes all that stuff how how adaptable can these teams be and we rank them one to 20 one being the best 
20 being the uh, unfortunate last place team in Washington our minds or in all like that. Well, I mean, um, <laughs> I don't even yeah. know what that was. I was serving a pizza, you know, like you gotta give me the money. <laughs> okay. We will state at this time that Joe is indeed Italian and isn't just making fun yeah. of other people's cultures. We, we just man. reached the part of the show where I start to play the outro music, but I've done that like 10 <laughs> times in 13 episodes, so I can't do it again. I'm glad so, it wasn't me this time. Cut the vod. Cut the vod. Keep it in. Keep it it's in. It's staying here. It's staying here. All right. So that's what power rankings are. If you're commenting on power rankings and you haven't listened to the justification of those power rankings, uh, we already took out the trash once, but we'll take it out again. We'll take it out again. That's fine. Just, uh, you know, I let's... guess we didn't really talk about everybody's individual criteria. We did it. I mean, we did it, but we, we have kind of a, a little, little like, at the yeah. very least, watch the episodes. If you're going to tell us we're wrong. No, but sure, like, sure. okay, so the the initial uh, discussion was like we, I think what I would have liked to do more and to try to do now more is to take um, divisions in mind mm. to have. So mine actually resemble where I estimate people to. I think land. mine unintentionally did that. Yeah, it's not necessarily power rankings as yeah. much like absolute power rankings. For instance, probably Houston would be lower, but or Paris, but they are in the weaker group. Now it's also now that we've defined half of them. Mm. Um, now you have like a a stock who you are comparing against, and one has to say is yeah, it's the Atlantic Division is so much weaker. Um, At least just on, paper. on paper, yeah. yeah. From what we can see so far. Uh... You know, you've so, got some some big hitters in, in Pacific, so yeah. So I I try to incorporate that as well. Um, I try to think of definitely coaching, mm. uh, which I value quite highly. Um, try to still incorporate the core four idea here and there, where it was applicable. Um, try to incorporate language barriers, and we talked about that mm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then also we would have to think about meta flexibility because the last, se- like just lessons from last season. That's basically yep. what I'm building it on. But yeah, generally, I think like if I was a betting man, that would be my top 20. I would bet up what where they end. And here's the important part at the end of the regular season, not playoffs. Um, yep, regular season for sure. Playoffs, as we saw at the end of season one. That's a whole new game. Well, I mean, it's it's so, I mean, we saw it, right? It was very meta-dependent. Mm-hmm. We don't know if that's going to kind of translate into that. You know, and I'll, that... Be, I'll be real with you. I'm not taking a big, a big uh, valuation in that. I think I you could have called the playoffs stage five. With just, sure. With just a times 10 prize pool. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of reasons. So, yep, yep. anyways... That's kind of it. Have fun, guys. Overwatch. Yeah. Competitive Overwatch is fun. There's enough. There's enough drama out there. Let's let's it's let's just debate. Friendly banter. Come on, it's children. Just, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. You have somebody else rated higher than me. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. 
You could bring be right. it in. Bring it in. I chat. could be wrong. Give me, give me that. You hook. can yeah. also be wrong. You could also be wrong. You could get every <laughs> single one of your predictions. We could wrong. all be wrong. No, 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 no. We can't all be wrong. Somebody has to be right at some point, right? It's just the, yeah. There's there's always that one like random fantasy bracket that predicts. Yeah, like, it's always the one guy who's to just like be the best player in the world and London to win the Overwatch League. <laughs> yeah, there's always this one guy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Listen here, buddy. Sideshow side loves being wrong. He says that publicly, but I don't think it's true. Yeah, how how is your Jonak bet there, bud? <laughs> He's still wrong for that. <laughs> He's still wrong. Came to the right conclusions. It's all that matters. He took the W, you took the fat old L, dude. <laughs> no. no, that's not that how it works. Big old L. Jonak's not going to be good because his stream is it's, it's ranked. Uh. Okay, number 10. Let's go into it. Number 10. Okay. All right, Joe, because you're on the far left (sighs) on my Discord stream. You're going first here. (laughs) Who is your number 10? Who's your number 10 pick? Right above the Valiant because I thought that they could have added some interesting people. I thought that they cut cut some weight, but at 10, I've got the... Toronto Defiant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's fine. I think what I we both had Defiant at eleven, Yiska. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right. Not too far off, Yiska. Who's your number ten? Uh, Hangzhou Spark. Okay. I had them at twelve, so that makes you feel a little bit better. For me, number ten. Number ten for me is the Atlanta Rain. Interesting. Atlanta 10. I don't know how to feel about them. I'm still, I, I, I want to make content around them and how, like, just kind of diving into that team. I just don't know how to feel about them. I really don't. Uh, I mean, it's here's so the thing, hard though. to look at They've them. They signed some of the best individual free agents in competitive Overwatch. Sure, sure, yeah. Erster, Lair, and DeFran could be incredible in Overwatch League. Yeah, huge asterisks, but they could be incredible. Yeah. They Brad, could also Brad be monkeys. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Brad, <laughs> but I think even if they aren't, I think they still compete. They could. I think that there's definitely the do. potential there. You think they do? I, I'm. I, I can't say that I'm that bullish. I can understand why though. Bullish I, by I think three you, by three rankings, right? You had them at thirteen. I, I think, okay, so putting a 1 to 20 is difficult because it, it doesn't really encapsulate all of the feeling I have about them, and that's why I want to do some supplementary content. I have them in a division all their own because I think they can be very volatile. I think they could peak really, really high one stage, and everybody's like, oh, sick, dude, Atlanta, yeah. popping off. Something tweaks, something goes wrong, they suffer a big upset things could start to break down for yeah. them more so than other teams. It's I think, just a yes. way more boring conversation. Sure. Of course. Boring. Whatever. <laughs> got to, we got to make it kind of fun to listen to. right? <laughs> sure. 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 Of course. Of course. I, but I, but I am bullish on the Atlanta rain. I think That's that fair. I think Brad has shown himself as an excellent eye for talent. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the support roster. Um, okay. I I have some question marks about the EU players, and again, that's my weakest region. So go go figure. They don't sure. really have any incoming synergy. 
Mm. Which is why I said they signed some of the best individual free agents yes. in competitive yeah. Overwatch. And and then, you know, at the same time, Brad also put together season one San Francisco Shock, which did not do well. So we can praise Brad sure. for, you know, putting together, like, I think he put together what LG, was it Evil? Uh, which selfless. was Jake Selfless, but before that, selfless. right? Selfless. Selfless. It was, um, you know, it's like he put together, he's put together some good rosters, but yeah. in Overwatch League, he's, I don't want to say 0 for 1, but he's like 0. 0.4 for 1. You know, lower half of <laughs> 1 for 1. I mean, the real problem is, is what if, um, if Pokpo doesn't work out and they have to put in Gata, and then there comes a meta with Hammond, where you have to aim, and we have already seen that Gata can't aim, given that he clicked public instead of unlisted in the YouTube. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Never mind. Beep, 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 Keep going. Got him. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, and here's the thing, too, is like, I know Masa is, and this is something Nuki was on Overwatch League Daily last year. Last year, can you believe it? And talked about Masa being so good. And so that's one of the few players that I've watched uh, pretty closely. And I, I think that they're great. I think that they're probably Overwatch League caliber. But I, I, just, I do have to agree with variance. you, though. Yeah. I, I, I think that they're, they have some definite potential. I've heard great things from Kodak. Um, very punctual behind the scenes from just talking to people around Team Germany, where he did actually have a very, very high performance. Um, but looking back at some contenders' VODs very recently, um, I, I've got some questions. I do. I, I wonder like exactly when we're allocating resources, what time, how exactly that happens. Um, could be down to the team, could be down to structure, could be a lot of things. Um, but, but still, I've got some questions there. Masa looks fine. Not nothing to to write home to mom about personally. Um, very. Do you still write home to mom? By the way. No, no, no. I, she's she's in the other room. Okay. I was so I don't need to write. I can just be <laughs> like, hey, writing your dog. Huh? Do you write there on your dog? On oh, my dog. I mean, she's she's big enough to be written. I guess. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about thing. his mom. Yeah. And I was about to go. Yeah. Nuts. You know, Yiska. <laughs> your mom is big not, enough to be uh, written on. Yes, good of all Not, else. Uh, Episode 13. The most you know. Oh. Some clarifying statements might help. I knew okay. what you meant. But, uh... Alright, guys. Live so stream fails is a thing. Anything else you want to discuss <laughs> Number for number 10 here? Now, I, I put Rain as number 10 by far the farthest by... Who did you have, Yiska? In, uh, on 10? Yeah. Spock. Oh, and I know that's much lower than you probably will have. Not, them, right? not too much lower. Not too much lower. Okay. I, I revealed, I think, a couple episodes ago that I had them originally very high. But then I started yeah. to check myself before I wrecked myself and yeah. uh, held myself accountable and had to slowly drop them down. Same with the same with the fine. I had to find it quite high as well. Um, but yeah, I had to drop them down a little bit. But well, why, mean, why spark so low? OK, so for one. They are in the harder division, and it's a much harder sure. division. So, sure. like of the of the teams, and I mean, I'm not revealing anything of their. Let me let me count. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight team. No, so, sorry, seven teams that I have in the top 
uh, above them are in their division. Mm. So, like, based on that, if I just compare their power levels to the rest of the teams, this is where they land for me. Also, the X6 core hasn't done anything remarkable in the um, in recent no. history. No, they're sort of sure. like um, it's it's a big question. But then mm. again, there's also I know the behind the scenes thing. You know the the gaming house uh, issues sure. they had a little bit. That I also rate their coach uh, quite highly. Um, Did you say the X6 core hasn't done anything remarkable recently? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they, they won, won season one of contenders. One. Yeah, but season one is a while ago. It was that, and it's there two was, seasons was... ago. Like, if recent is only the most recent season, then okay. Then you're the. I mean, it's not like the runaway. Yeah, I get it. You're the, the Vancouver last... Titans. Yeah. I get it. They're the only team yeah. who picked up any good and players. And also in season they're the two, only they team that won Korea. <laughs> yeah, well, they also have like seven and stuff. I, I just, yeah. I mean, mm. don't get me wrong. I put them down 12. Dwell for me, yeah. But yeah, uh, I don't. I don't agree that they haven't done anything remarkable recently. Like mm-hmm. they didn't do anything remarkable in the second half of 2018. Maybe. I mean, it's recent, right? The, ju- just to compare, when Overwatch League season one started, the distance when Rogue was still one of the best teams in the world, mm. and Overwatch League was not much, or was pr- about the same. So the relevance here is metas far away, some players drop off. And I agree, like what they definitely did is they improved that core. It's not like they took that core and added mediocre players to it, mm-hmm. even though there's a language barrier now in place that is also a question mark, even though I think they, they probably are one of the teams that are best prepared for that scenario, simply because they knew so early that they would be get, getting him and have been um, playing or incorporating him for a while and i think gushe even went out and said that he is learning korean i think i vaguely remember something like that yeah everybody's learning korean i have a korean textbook i mean yeah if you're you're say something no i haven't started it (laughs) i only know bad words in korean and how to say hello all right and sorry i think all right not try about it Tripod is like the hoarder that buys like garbage packets and like cleaning stuff and just stacks it. This is the guy with yeah, a no, one who's in his Discord. No. <laughs> no, no, no. So here's here's honestly the person I am. I'm the person who goes, I'm gonna learn this, and I have a good week. Yes. Of like the most passionate learning mm. of anything, and then montage caliber. Dis- yeah, complete disinterest. <laughs> After that. <laughs> Like I'm gonna stream in 2019, and I do it for like a week, and I'm like, you know, the couch and new uh, TV shows. (laughs) All right, yeah. Overwatch League daily is the most consistent thing I've ever done in my life. Damn, damn. I mean, it is quite consistent. To be fair, a video every day for how long? I I don't even remember the first half of 2018. (laughs) I I, I can't imagine that, my friend. I really don't. Like I, I can't That's tell a you. Toughie. I I survived on uh what's it called? Herba Mate tea. In English? Uh herb herbie mate. I've just never heard of it. Uh yeah, it's they sell it at Safeway. It's really good. It's really mm. good. Anyways, Interesting. It's, 
I am just not the person. Yeah. So I'm like, I have all, I'm going to learn Korean. Mm. I get all the right stuff and I'm going to do it. I just, you know, that, that long, that long, the long tail, you know, number nine, Yes. number nine. Let's talk about number nine. Uh, Joe went first. Yiska, you're going first this time. Who's in at number nine? Dallas Fuel. Ooh. Number nine for me, Dallas Fuel as well. Really? Number nine for you, Joe. I is this the first so Did my Google Doc leak, dude? <laughs> is this the first one that we have all of them even? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I we're think really close on the mayhem, but yeah, I have Dallas at nine. Yeah, okay. I have interesting. Yeah. So how do I argue now that you're wrong? We don't have to argue now um, that they're wrong, but why are they nine? <laughs> why are they a team that is, you know, vying for the playoffs? This is a team that had three pretty awful stages. Uh, a coaching stage and a promising but middling. A, a promising if they had not finished so poorly in stage stages one through three, mm. wouldn't be a promising stage four, in my opinion. Yeah, I mm. definitely think, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, the addition of that that very clear and structured support staff um, with the introduction of Arrow and, you know, retooling the roster and the meta kind of suited them. They were early adopters. They got Brig on lock. Mickey was quite the talent on the hero. And maybe, maybe I am a little rosy. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I look at that and I, I I hope for a similar level in stage one. You know, effects been on the mend. Possibly can come back in in a slight appearance here and there. You know, integrate him slowly. I think if you can um, rehabilitate is is a strong word, but you know, incorporate him back into the roster in a healthy manner. I think he has the potential to be one of the best players in the world. Um, and that's a very powerful tool um, in a lot of different ways. The players that they've added, quite solid, fill a lot of holes. Uh, I think there are some some questions around Zachary. Hasn't seen a ton of projectile play in a long time. Yes, I know that he's played it before. I'm very well aware. But I, I want to see that return. If he can return well, great. Now we have everything checked. All the boxes checked. Dallas should be playoff caliber. Will they? That's why I think I have them a little bit lower than um, most, I would imagine. Still not confident in their DPS. Yes. Uh, sure. That's, I, that's I, about the only thing where I think they have an issue. I, I, is, I don't... Sorry, go ahead. Keep, no, no, you keep going. If I, uh, how, how is OGE going to work together with RCK and Mickey? And probably maybe a little bit of Taimu, depending on what's going on there. Mm -hmm. Is Zachary Overwatch League <laughs> caliber? Sure. Um, and and of course, is that fact healthy enough mentally mm -hmm. and emotionally to 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 make a a deep run? That's yep. why I put them at ten or nine. And I don't put them at like six or five. Mm -hmm. I think I, I think a team where all of these cons they made enough uh, improvements. Time we returns mm -hmm. to form. Sure. Um, you know, Zachary steps up. Effects going on all all calibers. That tank line looking strong. That's a, mm, that's a good, that's a really solid team. Yep, that's gonna be a really solid team. I just, you know, I I don't can't. I'm not there yet. Not there yet. 
approach with hesitation i think yeah. dallas i think that, again going back to the way that i i viewed or how i graded my teams not necessarily hard one to 20 power rankings i had atlanta and dallas in this very volatile role where I, it's mm. hard to kind of pin them down they could peak one stage kind of flounder the next peak again have like a consistent maybe stage four maybe the meta suits them they're very i i have to kind of approach them with hesitation because there are a lot of questions there I think they have some good pieces. Yeah. What what can happen? I don't know what those. I don't know. And I, don't and know I what think I'm gonna that get. their coaching staff has done an amazing job at like addressing a lot of the things that were issues in stage one through three. I think the uh, addition of mm-hmm. you know, you've got Vol'jin and Arrow, and then of course yes. you've got Jane and uh, another Canadian coach. My gosh, why can't I remember his name? Um, Tickety. Tickety. Thank you. I think. Uh, you know, like, has to be hopeful that they've, they've got enough people in the right places for the players to uh, succeed. Mm. And so I, I, I am, I am, I'm, I'm, I think that they're going to do well this season. And I think that they could definitely surprise. Before Yeska chimes in, I want to provide a little bit of, of counter there. And it's not coming from a place of pure, just just trying to poke holes, but do you think that the Overwatch World Cup and those performances from those coaches has any bearing on the Dallas Fuel? Because I, I can already hear the community chiming in with those that little jab and being like, oh, well, the World Cup, well, the World Cup. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that has any value, has any merit with uh, the Dallas Fuel? I don't know. I, I personally, I, I think it's it's difficult to say, but I'm interested to hear yourself. Well, first off, you have to say, Jane didn't have a bat showing no. as a World Cup coach, so that is almost like already sort of counted. Sure. And w- if, if you see where they landed, that is about where I have those fuel for Jane, but mm. I mean, the, the uh, comparison is a little weird. What I will say, though, is the the history that Arrow has like the the World Cup, that tournament doesn't turn it around for me. I think they just mm. allocated resources re- weirdly and possibly underrated uh, Great Britain mm. very hard, right? Sure. And if if you think that's an easy game and you want to win it all, maybe you have to allocate resources differently. But uh, that be that as it may, um, I think Arrow has proven to be a coach that creates systems that have lasting power and are always solid. Now, where he has competed against wasn't the same level of coaching talent. But historically, his teams were either the best teams in the competition he was participating in Mm. or just below that tier, like the best of the second tier teams. So Immortals comes to mind, right? FNRG, FE. Yeah, these types of um, teams come to mind. So that... Then again, that, there is Dallas as well. Mm. So in terms of coaching, they're much more solid than last season. I will also say that I think this season, if they get an issue uh, that is discernible by the midseason, Dallas Fuel has shown that they care about doing well and also spending money. And I think because they don't have to buy a completely new team like the expansion teams did uh, this season... Mm. They might have some cash back, uh, like in their back pockets, or they just might bring it out and then 
you know, fix the issues that they might have over the season. Mm. If I look just at the roster, like pound for pound, I think RCK is very good. Um, o- OGE is a best top top three player in the world candidate on his position. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he can bring in a lot of money from uh, boosting <laughs> oh, on his side. Here we go. Here we go. Oh boy. Here we go. There's the jabs. Here they come. I mean, it was okay. And then also, I personally was always higher. Like in the past, I always thought it was very weird that you go with Nuss over closer, but there must be some intangible thing there. And I think that might not be just on closer being the worst intangible player, but maybe something about getting along with other players. So mm. they are already, I personally think he might even be a better player than Nuss. And uh mechanically on the server that's definitely true he has some of the best main support mechanics uh in the league so i'm quite a fan of them picking up closer so the backline and then also i have to talk about anko who i think is candidate for best western player um certainly can hang with uh maybe not the absolute top tier supports like jonak flex supports but you know he he's up there mm. and also depending on what happens this season he's quite flexible we know he has a nana we know his zen is very good he's not going to be a liability and he's likely also better than the ninth best uh flex support in the league so he's not a problem there now what we have to say also is if goats is played there's a possibility that mickey plays simply because of uh Brigitte, right? Possible, yeah, certainly. And last season, if we think about this back, this archetypical meta comp looks much more like what Dallas Fuel was playing, right? So immediately they start out right right away. I think they also have their shit together in in terms of visas. So here we have, or rather, they they don't have players where this could be an issue. Mm -hmm. So they will start into the season probably better than their average. I could see them landing like sixth in first first stage or even higher. Even though one has to say, and this is a big caveat, they are in the harder division. Mm-hmm. So it is it, it will be hard for them to compete here. But yeah, overall, the big question mark for really for me really is Zachary. And I I haven't publicly said so, but I have big question marks about him as a player, specifically about his project projectile um ability which was always historically an issue for Dallas Fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, um I mean currently we don't really need that really, right? So it's not as much of a problem. We will see where that goes exactly. though. Exactly. Exactly. And though I've heard from people like Elk saying that he can play it at a very high like all these picks on a very high level. I mean you don't need absolute monsters. Like mm-hmm. we have seen if you have one more supportive DPS that is more flexible that allows the other DPS to carry then it doesn't matter as much. Mm-hmm. Now if it is turns out to be a meta where the projectile DPS is the hard carry and the other one is the support, okay, now we're running exactly. into trouble for Dallas Fuel. Um currently we're not even seeing DPS though in the meta, so I mean this it, sure. it is highly spe- uh, speculative, but they also have very high amounts of redundancy here with Taimu and AKM. Mm-hmm. So that like Taimu is still a player who can peak in the situations you yes. want him to peak. Or yes. not not on demand, but like you can see if Taimu is on, you bring him in. 
Mm -hmm. Right. If there's a red uh, meta and you know, okay, Tamu is not doing that well, okay, bring AI Cayman. But if Tamu is on, now he's pine level. And now you bring him in, and now it all flows in that regard. And then it gets even more scary, especially if effect is also on point, right? So all in all, this team has great potential. But the 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 important part for me is they have great a great foundation with coaching with just average skill sets nobody need, really needs to peak super hard here they just need to not fall apart socially yes. i guess yes. yes and as long as that's a given i think that position we gave them is justified mm -hmm. that was deep that needs a whole thinking it over honestly <laughs> it just needs a whole thinking it over because that was deep that was a powerful, powerful flow of consciousness. Powerful no breaks flow. in there, too. Yiska's got a powerful Absolute flow. Absolute no stutter. It's all that asparagus. No, uh, uh, uh. Powered by better blockers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go to number... I mean, any other thoughts on number nine? Or are we ready to go to number eight? No. I mean, I think, right. I think it's interesting we all have them at nine. And I think we all kind of yeah. agree for the most part across the board. Okay, let's see. I'm just going to go out and say it. Number eight, Vancouver. Joe, Ooh. number eight. I've got Spark at eight. I've got All right. Joe Spark. All right. Yiska, number eight. Soul Dynasty. I bet you we have Vancouver and Soul Switched. All right. What do you guys want to talk about? We've got Vancouver, we've got uh, Spark, and we've got Soul. Why Vancouver so low? I am not. A, I just, I don't. I mean,. I mean, Runaway obviously was a team for hire. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So were the Dallas Feel. So were the Soul Dynasty before they got. Yeah. And I, mean... I just like, I, I'm just, I'm not convinced. I don't think that they're adaptable enough if they don't get a meta that suits them. Mm. I just really, I really don't. There's not, there's so little variation uh, from contenders, emotion kind of clouds my judgment. I think a little bit sure. here too, because I want to love this team so much that I feel like I'm being maybe even a little bit overly harsh mm. on it, which I'm sure Yiska would love to open up on me for. Uh, I don't know, and again, we've seen uh, teams like this struggle uh, translating from contenders to Overwatch League. Uh, I don't know if this team, and, and it, it really for me it comes down to the adaptability for different med metas. I think they're cutting it too close at the tank and flex position as well. That's me. That's it. I th I think you have. Hmm. I I do want to see another year with Bumper. I think their support line is absolutely world class. I think their flex sync is world class. I do right have now, some yeah. questions around their DPS. Um, Hoxall is known to pull the trigger very quickly. Stitch is peaky. A lot of people like to remember very fondly about Runaway, but uh, go rewatch season two and tell me that Stitch was carrying Apex season two to be specific. Um, Stitch has his moments where he is not on. He ha also has his moments where he's very on and he can perform to the top level. Um, flexibility wise, he has the Widow, he has a Tracer. Those are all fine and dandy. If we do get the tank meta, can he live up to expectations? Can they replicate their contender season? 
I, I, I do see where you're coming from. Um, I don't know. Yes, go. Uh, say, I, I have a point I want to make, but I want to sure, make sure, sure I get course. the details exactly right before mm. I do that. So go <laughs> ahead. Yes, go. Chew me a new one. Um, Vancouver so low, do you think? I, I mean, to be fair, to be completely honest, I have them uh, a little bit higher. Not too much higher, but a little bit higher. Full, full disclosure. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I think um, Runaway has a special quality of the bounce back potential uh, in the mm. inherent core of Bumper, Stitch, and Huxall. Mm. I do think that uh, Stitch and Huxall have keys to be a duo that you have to be super scared of. At the same time, I don't think that really ever mattered that much in Overwatch history. Mm-hmm. If I look at their front line, I think they're super dope. If I look at their back line, that might be... That's the super dope. Yeah. That's the super dope. Bumper, I'm still, you know... He grew a lot as a player from season one, season two, right? Mm-hmm. Of of contenders. Season one looked very hesitative and looked very wishy-washy. Did not look great on the Winston. Season two came out, Reinhardt, Winston. Very powerful. That's where I'm like, I want to see a little bit more from him. I want to see him more challenged at the top level. Can he hang OG, Sato, you name him, Fissure. They, there's a lot of powerful flex tanks out there, right? There's a lot of world-class, you know, main tanks, not flex tanks. Um, can he measure up? That's where I, that's where I go with John, and I say my expectations are a little bit higher. I uh, so I, mm. I also want to say this, and, and this is kind of this is where I think the bulk of my rankings, because I honestly switched my six, seven, and eight oh, almost mm. interchangeably, probably mm-hmm. yeah. five times in the last three days. Back That's and fair. forth, back and forth. And even then, I was literally in my spreadsheet. I was dragging uh, my, my six and eight Vancouver and this other team back and forth. Mm-hmm. But when I go ahead and I look at Shanghai Dragons, who just picked up the core of KDP, mm. in a world where Runaway doesn't defeat KDP in five in mm. Apex Season 2, does our emotions change about this team? Because, I mean, uh, to Yiska's point, that's your core four right there. Going to Shanghai Dragons from KDP. And we've got Shanghai Dragons, what, 15, 16, 13, 14? 12, 12 through 14? Yeah. The, the problem is that they really let go of their bomb players in, yes. in KDP. And they did. So. And, and that way we, we've talked about that a little bit. But they also, mm. they still have that core together. And I, I just, I don't think... I just it's mm-hmm. it's a far stretch for me to say that this is a top five team when mm-hmm. we said a team that was very similar and one you know one map away sure. from being runaway essentially, uh you know being twelve through fourteen. Hmm. I I seriously think that KDP had this was their chance to win and they couldn't even amount to there and you take a lot of the power out of that core and yes you still have the core there but they've never really lived up to expectations season one wasn't wasn't a solid performance even though the roster looked absolutely stacked season two it was their their chance to win they couldn't necessarily seal the deal there you take power out of it 
and now you're kind of left with a, a shell of a former team. Um, yeah, I think that's why I personally have them a little bit lower. I get it, but I mean, like Fearless and Guardian, I think are a really solid tank. No, no, there. I, I, like, I, I'll and, agree yeah, with like, you. So, so, and that's the thing is, I just I don't think that a team jumps six, seven spots just because. Well, they should have won and they didn't in a one best of uh, seven, best of five. Yeah, the, keep in mind though, KDP. It felt like they really lucked out on a, a yes. specific meta and. I think that f lack of flexibility might just be enough to explain Could that be. gap. Could be. Maybe. And, and again, I, I would have to watch it more and I would love to like hear you like break down. Like here's that part mm. of that map where they really lucked out with that meta because over, over the court, over the whole, um, over the whole of that, I just don't, I just don't know if I totally agree, mm. but well, that's fair enough. That's why I, that's why I'm the the idiot pushing the buttons. So we're all just idiots with opinions. Come on now. I mean, uh, there's a good chance they they have a lot of variants uh, down. Like, yes, yes. Their coaching staff is not the most mm -hmm. um, experienced now. They have no living environments. We don't know how Contenders Korea stacked up. They had a lot of question marks there. Those so. are all things that I feel like I've said enough. I didn't want to bring up again, <laughs> but yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, every time so, it's like, how are they going to transfer to an Overwatch League environment? Like, yeah. They're also John. living in a super dope house, having yeah. like, like, like house parties there or whatever. Like, you could put you could. a contenders team All that American in that house, that and it still wouldn't be full. <laughs> like, it's unreal. You were asking so. me a question, Joe. I don't know if I'm super okay. I'm I'm in the green now. I, I was in the red for a second on Discord, so I was was pacing that one out. Uh, and there uh, he goes. Uh, uh, no, no, uh, and uh, I'm gone. I'm and you're here, and you're gone. Uh, and uh, oh man, this is weird. Now you're here. Motion. Am I here? I think Hello? so. Yep. I think yep, we're here. here. Yeah. I think you're good. Discord, yeah. please. All right. Because this is a team that's kind of a brotherhood, right? Do you think that hinders them in the midseason? That's too I'm, far for me to speculate. I like okay, fair I, enough. I, there's so and here's the thing. I, I've tried really hard to not pull the when the when the meta inevitably changes and ghost isn't the thing anymore, or when the trade deadline comes up, because it is really easy then to like really water. I don't, I don't want to say water down, but kind of water down your picks a little bit. And sure. part of the, part of the fun of these conversations is saying something a little bit more. Absolutely. If that makes sense. Um, I can't tell if I'm breaking up to you or not because I know no, 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 I can hear you. Discord. I can hear okay, you. I'm just, I'm just seeing my discord levels just bounce from green to red. I'm just like, Got it. Got it. Yeah. So I just I, I've tried my best to stay away from that, but I think mm. you know, and part of when we we're talking the, in initially what qualifies a power sure, ranking sure. is I'm doing my best not to speculate on things that are just completely out of the control and totally speculation. Mm. We shouldn't have goats by the trade deadline. We should have a new meta by the trade deadline. I would certainly imagine, but. We said that, you know, two months ago. They had two months to change things. And... I, I didn't say that, by the way. Fair enough. Fair I don't enough. think I won't put words. I don't, I don't, I don't words. know if they care about the tier two competitive meta. 
mm. at all. I think they do care about their tier one competitive meta, despite the fact that they will uh, communicate those changes just 48 hours in advance to when the stage starts. But I just, I, I've tried my best to stay away from that the, the mm. best that I can. And maybe for Folly, maybe not. Fair enough. It's it's just an interesting angle that I had thought of when you started to pose your argument on why you had them a little lower. I was just like, oh, okay. Got me thinking. Got me thinking. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, yeah. I just like, there's just That's a fair. lot. I fi- But it really kind of comes down to, I think that the teams above them have a better chance to finish higher. Sure. Sure. So, yeah. I think, right. uh, to be completely full transparency, I think I have, like, if they... Their variance is where I have them, and I think where you have them. Yeah, if we did the much more boring more way of doing tiers, I think we probably would all have them relatively in the same tier. So, you know, but we're yeah. not boring. We're fun. This is a fun I'm podcast. This, this is, is a fun podcast. Anti-fun here. Aren't you having fun, listener, viewer? <laughs> this is a fun podcast. All right. <laughs> Sound threatening. I know. Have have more fun. Have more fun. <laughs> All right. I feel like I should be going and like, what else? So we got we had we had soul and uh, spark. I had spark. Eight. So spark, yes. you have spark as the highest out of all of us. Why do you rate them higher than Yiska and I? I've been always pretty forward with. Uh, a tendency to enjoy the X6 core. It could just be my personal bias coming in. I think there's a lot of players in that could roster that just be. Come on, give me a break. Well, well I mean, it is. You, yes. can, you can obviously tell that it is. Yeah. Um. What's that behind you? Is that a, a Godspeed body pillow? No, it's a white wall. Uh, nice try, though. That's <sighs> about as impactful as Godspeed will be in the Overwatch. <laughs> you League. think? You yeah. think? Yeah, he's old, dude. He's old. Okay. You know who's old? Unko's old. Unko's still doing it. I think... Yeah, I'm not sure who's older, but yeah. Okay, are we talking competitive Overwatch careers, or are we talking just age? Age. I don't have Godsby's age <laughs> off the top of my head. So but I know he's 20, not... 24. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I, 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 mean, I do think... That, I think they have actual tangible value. Have they been the most spectacular? No, that's why they're at eighth. They're not at fourth or, you know, but you would have liked them for to. playoffs. Oh, I very easily would have liked them too. Um, I think Yo, Spark- I'm sick of Joe. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ, man. Come on. Like it's just it's just my nature. It's, dude. it's yeah. my nature. It's I, it's hard for me to, to take a hard, fast opinion. But when I do, you'll you'll know. You'll know when I have a, a very uh Big Call stance. me if that, you know, that two when and that a half happens, year pause. Yeah, is I mean, hey, now. I took lower bets, man. I'll I'll be happy to be wrong. True. Very, very, I very often will eat crow, but I I like to pick and choose my battles, man. I'm very, very careful with with my wording. Um, yeah, I think that they have they have some potential with the Chinese players. Do I think they'll see playtime? Maybe towards the end of the season. Early on, I think you're going to be seldom seeing Gusha and, and Crystal, even though I think that they can definitely start on any other roster or specifically a, a full Chinese roster. But 
I would be in, I, I'm interested to see what they do with them. Um, I think integrating them in and, you know, having a, a strict or a, a very successful calling structure. We'll, we'll, we'll say that. I don't think Overwatch is at the level that you need some crazy, you know, crazy call outs, but having them in there would be interesting. Uh, I'll be, we'll, we'll see. I don't, I don't think that they'll see a ton of play early on though. But yeah, I think X6 is a core, fairly strong, kind of slept on. Um, statistically, quite good also. I know you love your stats. Check out No Smite. Sure. He's a fragger. Sure. Also can play Junkrat. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> Especially Godspeed didn't even convince me when they won Contendus. So. That's fair. That's fair. I think I think he's like your definition of like um Jack of all trades, master of none, right? Yeah. He can play a lot of different things. He has People such a high remember. probability of who regging himself up to me. Like I don't think he'll who reg. I don't think he'll who reg. I think like if you look at the player profiles, it's like architect. Who reg is not a architect. verb, by the way. What's the one pick that Godspeak can play? Say it. Widow. What's the one pick that Hura can play? Farah. No, it's it's he's terrible on Farah. He's worse than Prophet. It is Widow. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Break it oh up. Homeboy got carried hard. And you, you know, and so will God's be. God's be. I don't think so. Break it up, YouTube. I don't think so. Roboting out there. We got we got to move on. We got to move on to number seven. All right. Do we have? Do we need to talk about at all? Yiska's pick for soul. I mean, are you guys far away from this? No. So I guess we can do that in the next round then. Sure. So, um, Joe, you're up first. If I'm not a robot, I have soul. If I am a robot, I have soul. All right. Yiska, who do you have for number seven? Um, LA Valiant. I have Valiant. Wow. Really? Yo, this yep. should be leaked, dude. This leaked. What do you mean? Okay. My list. <laughs> Apparently. I'm, I'm just waiting for Yiska to say. And then I just do the same thing. No, I can, I can that, send you my spreadsheet. Is, oh, I recently watched like a special from Darren Brown where he puts like grandmaster chess players against each other in a room and has like you know, visible walls there. And then he just remembers each and every move and makes them, you know, like play against each other. But the impressive part is that he can remember all these. And because he knows that Grandmaster players aren't stupid, what he basically did was take an uneven number. So nobody expected that to be the case. And he just beat this pretty good guy by himself. So yeah. that was the impressive part. And he went like 4-3 based on that. Because, of course, if you mirror Grandmaster, it will be 3-3. And then he beat the one guy. So, yeah, that was... And that's basically what Tripod is doing here. So you, I'm assuming you're the Grandmaster in chess here. No, no, he, he's beating me. I'm the... Ah. Ah! Ah! I don't know. I so and I so I just linked my I linked my picks to to Joe and Yiska, mm. just so they can see that I'm not changing them because of oh, all no, the no, people no. I know Joe and Yiska have an integrity 
Unmatched. No, oh, I didn't accuse you of that. Like, no, having no, integrity on that. However, everybody knows I'm really insecure about my picks. So it is totally, <laughs> totally feasible for me to do that. I set, I, I've, I've set a, like a rule for myself that I wouldn't. Mm. It is what it is, man. So. Yeah. No, no, no. I, like, of course it was a joke. I didn't actually. Whatever. Accuse me of whatever you want. Fight Valiant me. at eight, though? Is that where you had him? So, I got I got to hear some, some positive arguments there. Po- okay, For Valiant? Yeah. So. Why so high? Okay. I don't know. Why, why is the second place team in all yes. 40 games of Overwatch League yeah. only falling five spots? Yeah. So there's a lot there's, of new talent being added. Hard yes, to compare. But and then people say, well, Valiant didn't really add any good new talent and blah, blah, blah. Not true. Not true. They added their talent that now becomes great. Sure, yes. Last yeah. season. Sure. I think KSF so, and Izayaki especially exactly. are those are those are two they're transitioning talent. Sure, they got them in season one. Sure. But I don't think that they they played to their potential in season one, and I think a lot of that has to do with just the play. translation. I think that was the the transition to do so. Yeah. Um. You've got Bunny. You've got Custa, obviously. Who I think I think Custa definitely transitioned well. Uh I'm excited to see, but I I do think I do think teams have maintained and increased their power level more than LA did. I do, which is why I'm dropping them from whatever second sure. overall to seventh. But if you're going to try and tell me that the, uh, let me, let me look at your picks here. Like where you would like the defiant. If you think that the defiant have better off bench contenders talent than overwatch league Trident uh, people. Like I, I think you're a special kind of crazy. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, th- yeah, this team, like, nothing shines super bright for me, I gotta say. But at the same time, like, there is some built-up priors that you have to consider from last season. That is definitely the case. I also think Cookie does absolutely nothing for this team. Um, yeah, no, Very strange. Like I, the, the, the one thing that I hope doesn't happen as much is this Kareev to DPS memes that they that have been talked about. Hope you're ready. I think that's actually I think that's actually hope happening. Hope you're ready. I'm not sure what they're scrimming with. That's just my speculation. What I heard like directly after uh, the season uh, stopped, but like, yeah, that's a problem. But then again, it gives Izaki um, like first roster capabilities then um i do think that tank is very good sure yeah, yeah. likely for instance better than okay the av- what you can expect of the valiant friend the tank line on average has to be higher what you can at this point expect from dallas for instance yeah there's just more data i think there's just more evidence to support that yeah sure yeah so then the- it gets to the back line not a huge fan of Custer's outlook, to be honest. Nope. Um, but okay, some intangibles. So, very, yes. very. You know, we've 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 talked about it ad nauseum. Custa is a big part of a lot of his teams. Can call to a extremely high level, but at times, 
does feel a lot like runner i'm not gonna lie at times he feels like runner where it's like what happens if he isn't on the team is it a complete just rip out of any kind of communication structure can you fill the gap with a more mechanically sound player i don't know yeah and then yeah i i I think like just the issue really is that dps line and we have said this a lot, but then again, how much, much do DPS actually matter no, in the I game agree. of Overwatch, right? I agree. What's Especially now in this again? meta, but even before. Yeah, in um, a meta where DPS aren't the, the first three words of my, I have like a little synopsis paragraph to remind mm-hmm. me, just kind of when I go deep diving. First three words are, while completely unexceptional, comma. Yes. Yes. Because they're they're not there's nothing exceptional, but at, at the same time, I don't think there's anything exceptional about the Valiant in season one. I really don't. They just played really. You know, I come from. Yep. Let me make another Minnesota sports analogy because I know you guys love that. I come from a completely unexceptional state of sports where fundamentals win games, even when overall talent does not. And I think that while this isn't the most talented roster and I would say of the playoff teams probably sure. has the least individual star talent. I think that combined they, they can and will continue to do really well. Yeah. I and, think and by really well, I mean stuff. seventh. The thing is, okay. So who did they lose in terms of country stuff? Uh, Take a peek. So, Okay. In 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 matters of fairness, I know who the replacement is. I put some sure. stock in uh, in that regard. I don't think they're losing much quality over. Okay, Damon was of course one, and then Gunba, Gunba, yes, and I also rate him. Sure. So cuddles. They um, lost him in season one, didn't they? Yeah, stage one. Yeah, I think stage one, stage two, and then yeah, yeah, that's like, that's area. a while ago. But yeah, Damon is. But yeah, their replacement process was very thorough. Uh, is also the case. Sure. Um, I think Moon is a really good yes. head coach figure in the sense that he enforces a structure that just works. It's not mm-hmm. cuddling players. It's like, you know, like the he can play the disappointed dad as well, which sometimes is needed. Mm-hmm. And that, like, teams had internal problems and the value is not not an exception of that they still managed to be the second place team i don't know what can happen to this team in order to like internally fall apart i don't think that much too much can happen but Mm. yeah i think in general like um valiant for me also keep in mind yes i'm valuing a lot of the priors that we had last season i have to agree i didn't see it myself but you can't argue with empirical evidence, which is the final score they had in the season. And um, that is something I consider as well. I think last point I'll make in kind of uh, qualifying, because I do that also well um, on, on my opinion on, on Valiant. When we look at contenders and we look at the meta that we are approaching, you know, until I see a patch, I'm, I'm thinking tanks, right? We've seen the massive change this is his post to players. This calls for a certain skill set. Can we just throw all of the evidence out the window with Valiant? No, obviously not. Not at all. And that's why I have them still on the cusp of making playoffs. But do I think that they're just a shoe in? That's that's where I, I draw the line. And I go, I don't know. 
tanks are, are that that's a whole new skill set you have to fill does this team do that i don't know hard mm. to say mm. well i think they at least no. make playoffs let's say that much yeah for sure i think that there's yeah. a good chance that they do i wouldn't say shoe wins but good chance fair enough all right we've got we've got a few minutes left good we have chance to go through is apparently 11th place now guys <laughs> have a good is chance. that not a good chance no, that's a zero percent chance <laughs> No, no, it's in the play-ins, but it's a uh, then like thirty-three percent chance. Yeah, I don't know whether you're good is, but no, twenty-five percent actually. Fair enough. All right, I guess I don't. We'll I don't know if that's actually the percentage, but let's. I don't math. I say if, uh, let's go to number six. Number six, Yeska, you're up first. Number six, <sighs> Vancouver. All right. Dynasty. I have Philly. Ooh. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Now I'm almost convinced we have the same top four. Possibly. Probably. Philly, again. Same thing with Valiant. A lot of last season. Not the greatest. Not the most consistent. We all like to forget because that great old playoff match yes, against yes. North Celsior, super good, okay. right, guys? No. Yeah. Their regular season, y'all forget. Game yeah. five against Shanghai, not yep. great. Yes. Did they add anybody? We have Elk Two Way. Yeah. Not saying the roster's bad, not at all. The nope, roster is sick. Here's the crucial part, Joe. Sure. They are by far the third best team in that, their division. And that will matter a lot. Like, there's no universe where London uh, and uh, New York aren't the favorites in the Atlantic division. Sure. And then goes whoop. And then there's Philly, right? And then there's maybe, like, if it, just let me list the names. Atlanta mm -hmm. Rain, Boston Uprising, Florida Mayhem, Houston Outlaws, uh, Paris Eternal, Toronto Defined, Washington Justice. Sure. There's no way they, they land under them. And they are farming easy points here. I think that just elevates them uh, in terms of standing. And it's quite unfortunate that it looks to be this way. And if mm. it actually does in the end, then we will have to think again about how important divisions are. Because I think this is an underrated point just in the in, in you know, overall. Sure. But as it presents itself, like for me, Fusion will have an easy time. Uh, I, yes, I completely to. agree. I think they will have an easy time within their division and even outside of their division, right? But overall, how do I rate them in terms of power comparatively to the other teams? Mm. It's not as rosy as everybody else thinks it is. Mm -hmm. That last season, I don't, a lot of I question don't have marks. Huge fusion too much higher than you. So I'm not going to sure. disagree with sure. that. I'm not going to disagree. But I also... I also don't I don't know. I think I think they also just showed a lot of consistency in season one. I wouldn't say that at all. Consistency? Six and four and seven and three and five and five? Like dropping maps against people they really shouldn't have. Dropping maps. That's not consistent. I don't think you can take dropping maps when you're talking about a macro over the season. I don't think you can. Mm. That's like saying, oh, the Minnesota Twins lost to, I mean, no, they suck. You know, the best team in baseball lost to the worst team in baseball. You know, you play enough games, eventually you're going to drop, you're going to give up runs. It happens. Sure, sure. Did they win? Did they win? Yes, they, they won. 
And I think that's what matters here. Did they win when it mattered to get them to where they needed to be? And I think for the most part, they did. Then could we then argue that their playoffs were successful because they just won and had a good meta? Is that, I mean... Qualify that more for me. So they, they had a great meta. They exploded in. Double Sniper fit them very well. Other teams, like New York, didn't really fit them very well. Maybe they had a poor read. Maybe they were a little bit, a little bit cocky. Came in, tried to hide strats, didn't want to play Libero as much. We didn't see him at all. This meta in the playoffs fit them very well, but they won though. So that's okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. So the that's, playoffs do screw opinion, definitely. But I was also trying to be mindful of that. I think, for instance, um, they still have one of the best coaching staffs in the league. Just like the breadth of it all is. Um, they have a lot of money behind them. Solid. A lot of they have a lot them. of money, meaning like if the midseason something doesn't work out, there there might be um, <sighs> help there. They got a, rid of a lot of dead weight. They of course added sure, out. Sure. Not sure how much that will help. Um, also, they have of course Hayes, who like at this point like has been quite successful yeah yeah the, if you just i think the, he's one guy that just silently just makes these teams mm -hmm. like super solid if you think about it e united then reunited beforehand that was a team that really didn't have much punch behind them in terms of players but they always were very good one of the best teams in europe right and they they at tops had maybe one or two star players ever on their roster then um he also did the World Cup thing for um, UK. for UK, right? So also season one, of course, a lot of the these um, curveball strategies probably are from the from them. And also they are adding more coaching staff. Can't talk about that. I think what they did though is move people into roles that fit them more. With mm -hmm. Kirby now being. Yeah, in a like semi-state between GM and coach or sure. something like that, and um, yeah, they're, they're adding new people. I think in that regard, also like what I would have liked them to do is get a new flex support, which they didn't, and that is almost as much as I can blame them. Carpe is still a monster. Ikio sure. is still a monster. Um, I, I think I we haven't like seen somebody at least in the back there. I, I think we still haven't seen the real Sato. I don't know. Um, Those are the good points. Their their flex tanks are really solid, um, or their flex tank. Um, yeah, and then backline. Okay, here's one side tangent. I guess that's the last. That's where could Neptuno be the best Western player of season one? Or can you argue against anyone else? I think Neptuno is the best Western player of season one. Who else? Okay, I mean, if you say, say HQO or whatever. No, no, okay, no. That's... I mean, that's you could argue that. I think there's an argument to be made for Unko as well. Um, well, he was in purgatory, not even playing over Karif much of the season, right? Or not much, but some. Again, not something that I've thought a, a super a lot about. Yeah, I, mean, I have to wait until I see a thinking it over before I'm ready to give my opinions. <laughs> oh yeah.
Uh, yeah, so that's... Dang, Philly. Philly number six. Who did you have for number six, uh, Yuska? Vancouver? I had Vancouver, yeah. Okay, and then I had Seoul. We we were going to talk about Seoul a little bit, weren't we? Because we we had we all had him in eight, seven, and yeah. six. Sure. Let's talk about Seoul. Who had him at eight? I Me. want to say, yeah, you Yuska. had him at eight, I had him at seven. And I have him at six. All right, yeah. Yuska, why eight? Okay, so the weird shenanigans that they're currently trying. First off, yes, they're once again in the strong division. The weird shenanigans where we sometimes not even see Fisher play first fiddle uh, or mm-hmm. play up front, and that has been something that we heard from scrims as well. That's interesting. Maybe that's just a tactic to keep on his toes and uh, sort of tame him and um, make him fight for his spot. What I will say is... The reason I can even have Soul up there is that they got Jaxe. And I rate him um, very highly, just based on what I have heard. Um, like, outstanding support. A lot of people try to get him. Um, also because of his intangibles. Just imprints his pl- style of play onto the team. Can is like an extension of the coaching staff. And he, he, just, he doesn't just call things. He also reminds players in each position. It's almost like you, you know he's he's playing like in a commander position, mm. just saying, "Okay, you need to be mindful of that, right?" That's and it incorporates that just marvelous in that regard. Apparently, um, I will say it is on paper. We have maybe a couple of issues with the support line. I would say in terms of Jehong, I don't know how. Um, how highly we can rate him at this point. Uh, also, the, the additions are really not the big name n- names other than Jackson, I would say, right? Uh, with Marvel and Fitz and Michelle, it's like maybe Diamonds in the Rough. I expect more from the Korean team. You should be getting all the star play- Korean star players because we know... Koreans aren't just about the money. Yes. They are also about bringing glory to Korea in that sense, right? Like that's always something that we've heard from from the Apex days where it was very important for them to win against western teams for instance, right? And to ha- to carry that pride. So, I would have expected them to stock up way more in that regard. Also, I think honestly Munchkin on a team like that is almost an insult at this point, like based on the things I said before, he is not that level of player where that, what I expect of the Korean team. There mm. are many more players. They could they, like, maybe you can uh, make decay an offer. Maybe that is possible. Right. Sure. Uh, there are mercenaries and there are players that, you know, you, you get the idea, right? I, mm. I don't know what uh, what the case here is, right? I think they could have pursued some of those Korean players way harder, and they have way better arguments than um, other teams, right? Mm. Um, Toby won't see much play if the things about Jaxa are true. No. Um, and then Fleda, okay, so we will see. C- can this, does this turn into, I don't think it can turn into a flashlight simulator again. No. That said, honest, I was honest. kind of wary. What, wait, why is Michelle and Marvel playing ahead of Fisher and Zumba? Like, are they trying <laughs> to make that flashlight simulator right here? But 
um and then also fits on flex support but it's like yeah i don't think this team has i think they could feasibly drop to like a playing slot but not much lower than that but i also don't think they can peak higher so i put them at six and i think a lot of what you said kind of makes sense but at the end of the day i think we saw some really brilliant moments from soul especially in the first uh two stages um they they played really well and honestly you argued in stage one how how does this team lose um in a lot of ways, I think that I, I'm I'm a big fan of Michelle and Marvel um, from LFZ. I'm really excited about that. You've got a strong tour core, arguably intact. They shouldn't get worse year over year. Um, brand new coaching staff. I don't. Know, I just. I there, to me, this feels like a team that that that's improving and not going down. And whether it's eight, seven, or six. I don't know. I think I think they're six. I think I think the Valiant are going to dip just below the dynasty with how they stayed still. Okay, okay. I have two China experts here, right? So okay, let's no, no, first you have agree one, on one China expert and one person who hosted Contenders China. <laughs> no, uh, okay. So give yourself some credit here, man. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> I have no credit. Um, can we agree a team that is very good? It's very unlikely to have six very good players. Yes. Okay. Are the... So, now we're talking about LFZ. Mm-hmm. Are Marvel and Michelle the very good players, or are they more than not so very good players of the LFZ bunch? I think out of the... T- uh, like, if I break down <laughs> the lineups into, like, frontline, support line, DPS, I think their tank line was very easily their weakest lineup i think i think their support line was good i think urser dm were fantastic michelle marvel michelle has a lot to room to grow i suppose you could spin it that way very mediocre diva player um marvel on the other hand has i don't like the term mediocre i'm just gonna say that just compared to the field where do you put them that they i put them in pretty middle pretty average for me at least I, um, average I'm okay with mediocre is not average mediocre for the overwatch league that's what we're talking about oranges fair I mean that's fine is that's this fine. a spicy hot that's take fine. by Joe dude what's going on that's here fine. I was never that big on Michelle me personally uh, okay. Marvel on the other hand can be mechanically very talented on Winston specifically we saw him pop off a little bit um, in some of their Chinese matches um I saw now tangent, but we'll tie it in. From my understanding, and I saw this on a Reddit post, so shout out to the Redditor who kind of brought this up. And this is more towards John because I need some clarification. Um, in baseball, there are okay, levels yeah. okay, of I feel better. <laughs> there's there, yes, I, I knew you would. I knew you would. <laughs> this is something I think you will be very comfortable this with. This is an Overwatch, you should be fine, John. Okay. Yes. Good. <laughs> well, come on. So in baseball, correct me if I'm wrong, there's there's levels of play that are graded on like the system of A's, right? So you have like single A, double A, triple A, which yes. is like contenders level. And then there's this theory around quadruple A being players that are very good and in, in in the lower leagues, but struggle on the biggest stage. Is that something 
sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, I, I mean, I, okay. I don't, I have never heard it as like quadruple A, but the, okay, the concept enough. of people who are crushing triple A but yes. aren't quite major league able to compete on the major league levels, whether that is a talent or mental thing or whatever. Yeah. Sure. And and that's where I, I worry about Lucky Future because, again, they're in China, not the most strong region. I love China to death. Very creative, very colorful, fun to watch. Are they the strongest? No, they're not. I'm sorry. They're not. Can they be there at some point in the future? Sure. We can speculate on all that all we want. Lucky Future, they came in and, and they looked nigh unbeatable. Sure, they dropped their matches here and there. Or did they? They didn't. They dropped maps. Very consistent. Um, do that? Does that translate over? Ah, that's where I worry. That's where I say we haven't really seen them tested, and I worry that this front line isn't uh, up to snuff uh, to a degree. Right? Um, I, I think they're fine. They're they're is, very bland. This is also though, like let's let's keep on with this baseball analogy, just so Yuska sure, can't say anything. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it's a joke, Sasha. Jeez. So yeah, my bad. There's uh, there's already bombs dropping again here. Anyways, so. really? So I don't know. Yeah, I I saw that. We'll probably say something about it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I haven't seen it, so it's gonna be news to me. Maybe. Well, I'll, I'll use that time to inform you. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> so in baseball, there's this idea, right? That, you know, very good players can play on mediocre teams, right? For example, a very good baseball player could be on a team that is the last in the league, right? Sure, sure. Uh, on the same time, you can have a very decent or mediocre players play on championship caliber teams. There's you you they at, can yeah at, at some point Ask a, it existed a scout comes in and says all the pieces are here for this player to make it here even sure. though X results don't happen here I mean we see it all the time mm-hmm. when when players are we've we've honestly more often than not very rare I don't want to say very rarely but I would say for every time somebody who's crushing it in AAA and goes and crushes it in the major league there's somebody mm-hmm. who on paper, from what you look on stats, looks Should very middling. Oh, looks okay. very, you know, looks fine. Like, you know, yeah, they're not exceptional, but why, why are you calling them up? Why do you need, we have three other right-handed pitchers in the bullpen pitching the same time. Why are you bringing that, them up? That's a great analogy. And that's where I look at Michelle. I'm just like, Zumba's fine. If you want like a second string, maybe he can learn a thing or two. This I think where I trust sick. the scouts. Trust the scouts. <sighs> I I question esports scouts. Are, are the every day, are the friend. Seoul Dynasty capable of scouting players? Scouting talents. Yes, they are. And if I they think are, these, these I think are... that this is a good scouting. And because I think I, they are too. And if they see something, because your point, Marvel and Michelle on the team, you have four other players. They're like, okay, rate your favorite, like the the best performing players on LFZ. Marvel and Michelle aren't probably in the top three, at least. No, not not personally. So, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that. I think they'd be sick two way players, and I said this yeah, before. Yeah, I think no, no, you no, no, you put them in contenders, test them a little bit farther. Then you might as well use it. You've got the you've got the concept. Abuse it. Come on. Sold Dynasty number six. I'm calling it right now. 
I mean, we're, again, we're all in agreement that there, there's not a ton of variance there. They could drop yeah. a little bit lower, but six to eight sure. is basically us yes. all saying, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna help chat really quick. Jeez, and then. And then I think Mubot died and they're all spamming runtime and just nothing. Runtime is not, it's not a command. Uptime is. So uh, well, yeah. chat, you tried. There you go. Better luck next time. <laughs> all right. So lots going on. It seems like it's pretty much confirmed at this point, by the way. So that's our, that's our rank 10 to rank six. Next week we're going to do five to one. Yes. Are we to just do this on Tuesday? I mean, whatever. I don't care. We can get back on a regular schedule. I'm around. We can, just, yeah. We can do that. Otherwise, I can just uh, post number 10 on Tuesday. Whatever works. I don't know. No, no, no qualms well, we're gonna, Let's, we'll let's say it. we're going to be here on Tuesday. Okay. Yep. We're going to be here on Tuesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time, twitch.tv slash kick tripod. Make sure to come by and say hi. We have great conversations in the, uh, in the chat Mythical and everything else. 10. It's a uh, yeah, the elusive and myth- m- mythical episode ten and episode six. Episode six is the one where I wasn't here. The scuffed episode. Maybe the we, lost yeah, tapes. maybe we'll make that like a a sub episode or something. The Patreon exclusive. The Patreon exclusive. <laughs> sub now. Sub now. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, we were talking yeah, a little bit you. at the beginning of the episode that. There's some controversy going around about a... I don't, I don't a, like this word. I'm worried. About a player named Ellie, who oh, no. I believe it's signed by Second Win, right? I think, I think that's the idea. yeah, for like a hot minute. And it turns out there was some rumors that she was not actually uh, who she said she was or who he said she was or he they, said he was. They said they were. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, seems to be all that confirmed now. Sounds like Second Wind and Blizzard are actually in meetings as we speak, uh, discussing what 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 the f- is going on. Huh? And, and that's about all. But it sounds like it, it's come to pass that indeed actually, Ellie what, what, was what not for. Ellie was not. Who they said they were. Why is Blizzard boss? Yeah. I'm lost. We're, we're not going to talk about this anymore because... No. We, uh, number one, I don't think we... There, there's a part of us that cares ethically that isn't in the scope of this podcast. <laughs> but for the scope of this podcast, we don't care. Um... I am we, we, so we like, probably won't bring any is this sort an of meaningful of Black conversation. <laughs> is this an episode of Black Mirror? I don't actually watch that show. Uh, have you guys watched the new video, the new movie, like no. the Choose Your Own no. Adventure? What is movie? it, Bander Scritch or uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Cumber Smatch Snatch. Yes, is just dead today, man. Yeah. that's great. A yeah, and I gotta gotta throw one of those t- uh like little pills in a bit. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Anyways, so that's going I, on. I, we wanna man. we wanna try our best to inform you on what's going on in the scene, but we also like we've got a cool community that's wholesome and you know 
Who cares about the things that they can control and they can contribute to? Otherwise, just want to be informed. So there's your information. Now let's talk about things that we can control. Yeah. Like the Overwatch League top five teams. Power rankings next week. Tuesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. It was a lot of fun hanging out with you guys. Yes. Um, nice. Make sure to go follow Joe at Volumel Yiska at Yiska out. Find their YouTube. Subscribe to them. If you're not subscribed to them, you're actually doing yourself a disservice. Don't do yourself I mean, that disservice. Got a, got a sub here, too. Come hang out. Jump Come play some walk support me. Yeah. <laughs> sub here. Use that Twitch Prime sub. Tell them about that Twitch Prime. It's free. You can do it here. It's just one click. Is it up there? Am I right? Or is it up there? I think Who it's, knows? Uh, just click yeah, it. it's up. Up. It's up Go here up. somewhere. Hit it. All right. We're out of here. See you guys. Bye. Oh.